Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! And it starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, Albuquerque. <laughs> Are you such a good one? It's so early. Well, my name is Fred Slow, Mike Vitale, the producer on the ones and twos. And I'm here with my very good friend, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. Good morning, Manfred. How you feeling, young homie? I see you got the Van and Vanity again. What, because I'm so good looking? Because you're so dang wonderful. Yep. Oh, I had the longest week, guys. Did I, you now? Th- listen to this crazy thing the day job is making me do. Oh, no. You have to show up to work again? Every day. Oh, my God. They don't even give you one off. They just say, you know it would be great? If you do them all. You're going straight to work after this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, they say, they say how's, your, how's your hobby going? I say, you mean my other job? They don't mean that. They don't mean that. But no, I, uh, it's been a long week for your boy. So emotionally taxing. Started off weird, right? Sunday was weird. What happened? Sunday was a weird one. Tell me about it. Does it feel to you... Like, it's going to be one of those where were you when moments. Like, where were you when? Because you're the one who told me. Ah, I see where you're going with this. Where were you when? Because I think it's going to be one of those. Because I think mine is engraved. Kobe Bean Bryant passed away this past Sunday. In a, uh, we're not breaking any news here, obviously. In a, just a tragic helicopter accident. Um, shoot, right? Like, shoot. Yeah. And there's some of them that get you, right? Like, some of them, like, jump out. I've never met Kobe Bryant. I've never shook his hand. I don't know anything. I mean, just what was presented to me on the television. But similar to, like, uh, I had this one, Robin Williams passed. And I was like, oh, God, I'm, like, Oof. sad. Oof. Yeah. I'm, like, like, a sad guy. The whole week, though, has just been, like, like, an emotional roller coaster of, like, See the Lebr- the LeBron speech last night? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, that was that was big. That's so big. Like, and it's not. I mean, it's. I got goosebumps right now. You've been talking. To you. It's like words from a from a a friend, a, a a brother. You know, it's words from like Shaq breaking down yeah. on national. Oh my television. gosh! Oh, seven foot tall, three hundred fifty pounds, just sobbing, rumbling. That's how you know it's real. And then, the, like, isn't it like at or near impossible not to just like introvert that? Isn't it just like um, you apply it to to whatever is in your life? Absolutely. Makes you put things into perspective. Makes you put things into absolute perspective. Top of the world. You can still go just like anybody else. We throw a lot of jokes, right? That's what this program is, right? This thing, what we do here in ABQ Central is is not hard hitting by any means. Investigative reporting, what? Well, I don't know. No. I don't know. No. No. It's hard hitting? Vital, you don't think this is some hard hitting journalism we got going on here, buddy? It hit somebody in the face, but. Yeah. Like, well, here's how we're going to break down the Super Bowl, like, in the next hour. We're going to talk about best halftime shows ever. Yeah. Because that's the I'm program in. we do. I'm in. We don't. 
I can't tell you why the George Kittle's importance in the middle over a weak side linebacker is going to give the 49ers and their inferior quarterback an opportunity. No, I don't know that stuff. Is, is the, the, the Chiefs offensive line going to be able to hold up against that gnarly 49ers defensive line? So we Holmes is going to run to his magic again. <laughs> we reached out to George Schwartz. The mother of Mark Schwartz is going to be kicking. And you're like, what? Okay. Thanks for the. Oh, they get 15 tickets per player for the Super Bowl? This is, this is dynamic insight. Thanks, guys. No, we don't do that show. Hot take, Rick. We tell the jokes. <laughs> this week, though, like I said, it was it was like a, um, I don't know, just like a, a, a hit in the face of just like really powerful emotion. And, and the league, the association, is embracing it the way that they just absolutely have to, right? Just thrust into it. Do you get a keyboard over there? This, are there changes in the studio? Oh, no. Oh, this this another, keyboard is still hot oh, garbage. The yeah, there's, okay. there's, there's really not many changes. <laughs> When it comes to equipment. So, shout out to uh, Trujillo and JJ, who sit on the same side of this desk. Good dudes. You guys need to clean up after yourselves, That's, no by the way. No kidding. <laughs> it's like a dorm room. It's like a dorm room in here. This keyboard's stickier than Senate testimonies right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fire right there. <laughs> Good morning. Sweet and sour. Politics is the craziest thing right now. Coronavirus is the craziest thing right now. There's so much going on in the world. Sure. Worst episode of Black Mirror ever. Hey, let's be let's be fair. Okay. Is this the worst January that's ever existed in the history of Januarys? I'm being serious. Not a great start. This is absolutely the worst start I've ever had to a year. Sure. Yeah, it's not great. No. Not great. I mean, it's great for me. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing awesome. You seem to be doing well, Fred. Kobe Bryant, this kid from Philadelphia who came up in Albuquerque's Italy. Albuquerque's doing great. Albuquerque is? Albuquerque's doing great. The art bus killed a guy the other day. I gal. was going to say, except for the art buses. <sighs> Dude, those poor buses. No, that person. Those poor buses just keep hitting, getting hit by cars and people. Mm -hmm. Like, are they? Is it made out of a magnet? Like, uh -huh. what's going on with the art buses? Vital, I'm glad you're still around. Yeah, Vital, you're a walker. You walk the streets. Yeah, I, yes, I do. Weird. And uh, people like Van just drive right by me every Saturday morning. <laughs> just leave them in the dust. You need the exercise, Vital. Oh, no kidding. So I don't argue. I don't chase you down the street. I just keep going, oh, there you go. You got to shed those uh, those winter pounds. It's I've, about to be spring. I've got a lot of pounds to shed. You got to get that bikini body back, Vital. Oh, it was never there. Uh, yeah, it's a weird start, isn't it? It's a weird start. One continent is on fire. That is a thing. Okay. Yeah. One continent has a plague of locusts. That's a real thing if you miss that in the news this week. Yeah, what, when when the, the economy is good, they say. <laughs> the locust economy? There's a lot of grain out there. There's a lot of bushes in Africa. A lot of beer. One continent has started a pandemic, and apparently one continent has an antichrist. The coronavirus, not just a shot anymore. It's an actual thing that is going to kill you. The United States of America said, hey, uh, you know what? Starting tomorrow... Like, like foreign nationals that have been to like anywhere in China in the last two weeks, you can't come here. That's they literally said that. How do they call it? They they name Corona. Well, I because I think Luan virus 
like sounds like a printer company. Because if you because if you're Corona beer, that's got to kill your sales. I think it's going to skyrocket. Well, I think the problem if you say the Kung Flu, that might be insensitive <laughs> to some people. Oh, hot damn! <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing a softball at you, lobbing one up for you. It's, uh, it's got a good ring to it, but it this, might be insensitive to some people. This dude right here, the old Kung Flu. That's uh, that's about as good as it gets. I uh, a thing I do when when someone passes is um, do you guys have the obsession with social media that I have? Do you guys just like are you draw? Is it is it your art bus like it is for me? Are you just drawn you're just to drawn it? Drawn to it? Because like moth to a flame. Yeah, I've killed all mine. I, I have the radio shows Instagram page. Follow us uh, at Talk ABQ. I have that stuff. I don't have anything personal. I don't. In you're and taking a break, aren't you? I am. A hiatus. And okay. you know, it may be um a never. I may never return. No. Yeah. Don't you feel better though? I, I tell you what, I I got a lot more free time. That's a real thing. I used to I used to concern myself with like the day to day interactions of others. And I'm at that age, I'm in my mid thirties, where it's it's not an exciting thing, social media anymore. Now it's like a sad, weird thing. Like you're not it's not people aren't meeting people and getting married and announcing pregnancies and all these things. Now it's we're getting divorced <laughs> and m- my kids are making weird decisions. Sure. And I um I, I'm just now learning how uh being an adult works and I'm really like it's just sad stuff. I'm like, still on the fence. Are you? You're in the you're in like the teeter? I'm not super at it, but I'm not bad at it either. <sighs> I'm just not into it. And so I checked last night, so or not last night, I checked Sunday. So Sunday, Van, you you shoot me the text, and I'm out of town. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like this You're is like at White Sands. I was or at something. White Sands, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is a this is brutal. This is like a brutal thing. So I I go to Twitter. I'm like, well, what is Kobe's last tweet? What is the thing that's going to live forever? Right. So it's, <clears throat> and if you remember, Saturday, LeBron James had passed Kobe Bryant uh, on the scoring. Yeah. So he's number three all time. Uh, by the way, how how a blessed are we to have seen some just of the top talent to ever do it? So Kobe Bryant says, quote, continuing to move the game forward at King James. Much respect, my brother. And then he does like the, the strong arm flex emoji and then hashtag 33,644. This is way better than like what a lot of other things could have been. This is like uh, on your social media, Van, I know you regularly share like like, uh, click this so I can get free coins in my, like, jukebox game or whatever you play, right? Yeah, more eggplant for my Farmville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. So it's like, so... That's the thing I do not do, by the way. <laughs> no, no, you do not. Loyal no, listener, I do not play Farmville. So you're not a Star Valley. Well, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, if, you, if you're listening to the program right now and, and uh, clicking away, clicking away on the... Oh, my gosh. From the, from the listener. Okay. It's a screenshot from Corona's Twitter. This is an actual tweet. Oh, sweet. Again, you don't get the coronavirus by drinking our beer. Okay. Oh, just free advertising. You're welcome. Coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus symptoms include fever, runny nose, and coughing. Symptoms of drinking corona include gagging and craving Taco Bell. So, I don't feel like this is a real... Yep. You see that? Oh, <laughs> oh thanks, Vital. Oh, good job. For being part of the show. Good and the thing job. is, he doesn't even have a soundboard back there. That's him actually... Did you see in the news that um, Justin Bieber has Lyme disease? My brother had Lyme yeah. disease. Yeah, yeah, did he too? Yeah. You, know, if, you if, hear that in the Midwest. If the Biebs goes to China to do a concert, he might be the first guy with okay. corona and Lyme disease. That's unacceptable. You can't. Oh, I'll show myself on. out. I was late to that. that <sighs> <sighs> Damn it. 
Damn it, Van. <laughs> okay. How many more Corona jokes you got? Oh, you got two hours worth. Only two. <laughs> two hours worth. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I tell you what I'm excited for. I'm excited for what the All-Star Game is going to do um, in tribute to Kobe Bryant and the six other victims um, of that helicopter accident. Here's a morbid thought. I'm low-key very excited for the Nike commercial that's going to come out. So you know how good it's going to be? Like, Ugh. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to handle that. I'm going to lose my crap. I'm going to dissolve as a 35-year-old. I can already tell you. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> it's like a Nicholas Sparks experience for me. I'm going to cry. Yeah, I can see that coming, too. You think there's enough time to sneak in a good Kobe Super Bowl commercial? Like, did his company produce one? Is that what you're asking? You they, or, or, or like a tribute? Say, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah that, and that's what I'm saying. I think it's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think and we'll talk Super Bowl in depth, obviously, but I think tomorrow when we're watching it, and if it's just the number eight and the number twenty four on a black screen for thirty seconds of silence, Ooh. I will lose it. I can't handle it. No, thinking about it right now. And guys, I never met Kobe Bryant. Sure, but like I'm of that age where in 1996, when he comes out of Lower Marion High or wherever he comes out of, and and he's drafted by the Lakers, and then I watch him for 20 years do this thing, and then three years post uh, everything he was doing, which is his production company and obviously being part of his family. But, like, this is what I grew up with. I was just this much too young to have grown up with Michael Jordan. Right. I watched Michael play. Cool. I love that. That was great. I saw him for three really good years. I, mean, I guess I saw the Dream Team, but I was, like, 10. Sure. But, like, wow. Just wow. So anyway, so yeah, the the Kobe Bryant. I just wanted to throw it out early before we went jokes the whole time. Um, just crazy. Just makes crazy. makes you put your life in the perspective, doesn't it? Like somebody like that on top of the world and just such like just random tragedy can just happen to somebody that huge. When you it, it puts it in perspective, like how how delicate, how fragile, how fleeting life could be. You know, tell your loved ones you miss them. Tell your loved ones you love them. Give some hugs. Yeah, take the time. And then yeah, I called my daughter and she goes, "What do you want? <laughs> Make sure you are you doing all right? Yeah, what? What do you want? Oh, by the way, I could use some money. There, that, that was that was my way of uh, attempting to show love towards my daughter. Did she give you the money? No, no. <laughs> oh, it was her she asking. Me a lot oh, of money. Yeah, that's like, and the, you've heard all this stuff. We got a break here in like one minute, but you heard all this stuff. Like he and Vanessa, like had a pact to never fly in a helicopter together at the same time. Yeah, that's dark. And you're like, that's dark stuff. Yeah. And I get, you know, it was like, it was, it was an overcast day that day, you know? And it's, it's like, there's so little that is worth putting yourself at risk. There's so little that is worth putting you or other in, in harm's way. So, uh, yeah, let's grab a break, Van. When we get back, though, um, let's tell some jokes. I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to ask you how your week was. I'm excited to hear about it. Uh, and then, obviously, we're going to talk a lot of football because it's uh, we're going to break down the AFC-NFC All-Star uh, football matchup, Pro Bowl games. Uh, you, That's radio. We're 100% um, but, uh, not going to do that. You listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 It obviously uh, will be remembered for a long time to win a Super Bowl, uh, especially for Kansas City. Um, but uh, for me, it's about going out there, having fun, enjoying it taking advantage of the opportunity and understanding what a blessing it is to be here. What was that, Vital? Who was that guy? Pat Mahomes. Never heard of him. Oh, the uh, relief pitcher for the Mariners. Oh, 
he can sling it. Yeah. What's he doing at the Super Bowl? Dude's got a cannon. He's just out there. He's on the bump, throwing some charity pitches. All right, yeah. the baseball. On the baseball mound is what I meant. Sure. I said on the bump. No weird accusation. No other Miami stuff. Is not Ron Washington. No. <laughs> hey, Miami to me is like a destination city. Google Ron Washington and bumps. Oh, gosh. That's the last year the Rangers were good at baseball. Uh-huh. He's out there. He single-handedly got him to the World Series. He was on that team in Boston. He was a bench coach on the team in Boston and just won the series, too. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's a good baseball mind. He's good. Yeah. Good so, the- so is Dusty Baker, they say. See. I, that's not a bad hire. It's see, I disagree. Yeah, you want to go to that right now because I will. He's too old school. I watched him in the Central for so long. Uh huh. Flounder, amazing talent. Can't manage in pitchers. the playoffs. Can't manage. No, yeah, has no idea how a bullpen works. He can put his best guys out front like everyone does. Cool. That literally, t- I could do that. You see, rookie of the year. Sure. Yeah. But. He's garbage. You think so? He, what he lost with really talented Chicago Cubs players and what he couldn't do with really talented Cincinnati Reds players, he's going to infect into your boys. Period. I think he just might be too old school for a modern high analytics team like the Astros. Because you know the Astros, they're at the forefront of analytics and statistics and cheating that's just that's just it. He's not an analytics kind of guy, so that's kind of weird what kind of organization he's stepping into. Somebody asked him about his old school approach, and he's like, hey, we could have old school and new school together. I listened to Muddy Waters and the Rolling Stones. No, <laughs> he did Those not. Both ancient. Like, that's not a good example. Oh, that's so gross. The Nationals couldn't win the ship until they got rid of him. They got rid of him and got rid of their best player and won the World Series. Yeah, but who I'm else s- is out there in a short – I mean, because now you, you, it's, it's spring training. You don't have time to put a staff together or go make a big surge. No. And when he was – guys, he was with the Giants, I think, for 12 years. Is that right? Close, right? He leaves. Yeah, he leaves. And they win three championships. Every other year they just win one. He was with the Cubs. He leaves. They win a championship. This is well, with the Nationals. Like ten years later, they leave. They win a championship. Jay Bruce. So I'm predicting the Astros are going to win the season after Dusty Baker leaves. It's destined. So hopefully it's a one and done. You're saying for uh, old DB and the Strohs. You know, speaking of the Astros, Fred. Okay. I changed my attitude. Okay. I'm going through all the stages of grief with my squad. Yeah? First, I was so ashamed of them, and I was so sad. As you should be. And then I was angry. Mm. And then I tried to, like, bargain with myself. No, it's okay. (laughs) These are literally all the stages. And then now I'm in the acceptance stage where I'm really excited for this next baseball season. Now you can move forward. And the Astros doing a complete heel turn. Because, Fred, you're a big wwe guy i am familiar with the product and, and you don't always go for the good guy do you uh well it's about personality with me you're a big personality yeah, guy. About, See, yeah who gets so over? i'm excited for the astros to be the bad guys this year in going to other people's stadiums and all the great chants and the billboards and the trash can banging that's gonna happen strike, strike. what i'm saying is you just told me 
that you are excited about, Dusty Baker. Yeah. And the year is not 1991. Yep. That is what you said to me. Well, I'm not excited about Dusty Baker. I'm on the fence with Dusty Baker. I'm excited for his post-game interviews because that dude is a curmudgeon. I tell you what. I'm okay with the Astros being the bad guys now, and I'm excited for the circus. What do you expect this team to do? They're going to be good. They're going to win the division again. They're going to be in the playoffs. All right, I'll make a bet with you. They'll probably lose to the Yankees in the ALCS. If at – because I don't want to wait all season. If at the All-Star break. So what are we talking here, July? Sure. If at the All-Star break, Uh the Astros are in first place in their division. They're going to be in first place. I will wear Dusty Baker wristbands for the remainder of the season every day. You're not going to do that. <laughs> you won't do that. And if they are, if they I'm are, not even going to remember we made this bet. If they're not in first place, you, Van. Loyal listener out there, put this in your calendar. Flip it off, I tell. Put in your calendar. All-star break. If the Astros are in first place, Fred's going to wear what? Dusty Baker-style wristbands. Dusty Baker-style wristbands. And if they're not, you, Van. Because you have to remind me because I'm going to forget. Are going to embrace the Dusty Baker-style wristband for the remainder of the season. Do you know the tan line that you would acquire from this? I'm not a big jewelry guy. I don't it's, like stuff on my body. Why does he wear wristbands that cover his entire forearm when he's just putting sunflower seeds in and out of his mouth for five hours? He was like that when he was a player. He had the wristbands all the way up. Yeah, I get I that. Know, like, Wipe a little sweat off your face. Is he like an archer on his off time? You <laughs> <laughs> going down to ABQ Axe? Gonna, yeah. Yeah, got to be ready for... Good form. Keep the wrist straight. Yeah, I don't, can't get any of my forearms sweat on my palms here. I'm, uh, totally so how do you steal signs from a guy that has a toothpick in his mouth at one time and then the next time he doesn't have one in his mouth? Can you imagine that? Fastball now is when I got a toothpick in my mouth. If I don't have a toothpick Yeah, is it on mouth, the left side, the right chain. side? Yeah, they're, tra- they're training Dusty Baker with the buzzer yeah. now. Instead of the trash can, <laughs> you just do the toothpick on the left side, fastball, toothpick on the right side, off speed. And he has one of those fabulous just like – like front tooth gaps, like he can just like yeah. put the toothpick in the middle, unicorn style. Yeah, that's a changeup. That's <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Baker. Yeah. I'm a I'm an Astros fan, and I'm just really excited about uh, what Dusty Baker is going to do. This you're not. No one. You're no not. one is. There were so many people you could have brought in. Let me just name one: Craig Biggio. Oh, that would have been so good. Why not? That would have been so What's he doing right now? He's watching his boy play for the Blue Jays. What is Lance Berkman doing right now? These are guys, co-managers. Bring them in together. How about Nolan Ryan, and why did he leave before all this? Nolan freaking Ryan. Because he knew it was coming. Where's Ryan Sandberg? I know he's not an Astro, but like, why isn't this guy... Like, there's a lot of talent out there. Young guy, you need a young guy for this young team. And by the way, you probably need someone who is like not Dusty Baker. Like you need someone that can speak millennial. Dusty. Dude, you're not a fan, are you? No, he's garbage, man. He ruined top tier talents. Show me on the doll where the bad Dusty Baker hurts you, Fred. What if what he did to? All the Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce should have been the next biggest thing. Well, Kerry Wood. You say he? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a really good example. Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor together burnt that one to the ground. It, there were so many catchers coming up in Chicago at the time he was coaching, and it was only three seasons. What was the kid's name? Um, I'll look it up. So the so they have this like rookie of the year catcher in Chicago, and they put him out there for 150 games. 
And it, then he just dissolves the next two seasons. Is it Hunley? No, I'm going to no. look it up real quick. Um, but it's Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Strike. I mean, they were super on steroids at that time, so his knees are probably just fine. The catchers, that is, not Dusty Baker's. Here's what I'm saying. He's not good. That's the bottom line. Giovanni Soto. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, that's right. He had a good run. Yeah. He flamed out, though, earlier than expected. Yeah, because he just got ruined. Hey, uh, let me get that young Puerto Rican kid up here. He can... You can throw it to second base faster than anyone I've ever seen. I was playing him every single day because I don't freaking trust Jason Kendall. Dusty Baker, he's garbage. Well, the National League is going to have more opportunities to rest their catchers soon because the DH is coming next year. That's a fact. 2021. That is a fact. National League, so? I think oh, so. Yeah, 100%. I hate that. It takes away strategy from a game with a, the both, both leagues DH. I, yeah. hate, I hate that the Cardinals traded away Jose Martinez one year too soon. So my, my default view on this is pitchers should hit. It's part of the game. It's yeah, the way it was I think. it's the way it was written forever. But I get it. I embrace the DH. You get a you get a talented athlete, knows what he's doing, competent in the the batter's box. But I think we should split the difference. And this is revolutionary, Mike. Get ready for this. Both leagues have the DH until the starting pitcher gets pulled. And then there's oh. no DH. Hmm. So it's one tied position. Very interesting. Once you yank your starting pitcher, there's no more DH. And then you play old school National League Baseball after that. And you rotate your relievers in and out. You use your bench players. You do the double switches. Makes it more fun towards the end of the game. Well, but- Everybody's swinging for the fences anyhow, so why not? There's no strategy anymore of learning how to move players over, so why not, I guess. Yeah. I don't like it. It takes away, you know, strategizing, but. I think that I love it, and I believe that you should call Joe Torrey and tell him about this. Okay. <laughs> when we get back. You got his email? I'm about to do the poor man's patent. <laughs> I'm going to do probably, the. He's probably listening, right? He has to be listening. Yeah. Him and old Buck Showalter sitting together listening to the game, listening to the sports talk. I'm going to do the poor man's patent when we get back, guys. I got a million-dollar idea. Ooh-wee. Listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Yeah, you're right. They're both lookers. My mom had a thing for Dan Marino. Yeah, her and I both. Yeah. She bought isotoner gloves. Because of OJ. <laughs> oh, man. Because of Dan Marino. Oh, that makes more sense. Back on the program. Told you before the break, Van. I said, I'm going to give you the poor man's patent. I got an idea. Okay. So that means something, doesn't it? Doesn't mean as much as 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports channel will be in your home of the Super Bowl tomorrow. Ooh, wee. Coverage starts at 12 noon Mountain. We don't say Mountain when we live in it, do we? Just 12 noon. No, we could say Mountain. Okay. So you're going to do program, uh, so if you're in the car, if you're you're working in the, the garage, that's how I feel the Super Bowl should be. Or just mute your TV. Oh, do that. And put on 95.9 FM, <sighs> 6 a.m. Westway 1 does a great job, by the, the way. Hey, so good. The broadcast team for this Super Bowl, though, I am excited about. We'll talk about that in the next hour. Okay. So I got a I got a poor man's patent here, Van. I'm going to- hey, Do me a favor for yes. Fred. 
tell me what that means. I will tell you right now. Okay. Just thinking, of what, what is it? I'm yeah. going to, right now, tell. produce to the masses, and we're going to record it so that there's a record of it, okay. this million-dollar idea. So a poor man's patent, traditionally, was you would write down an idea. Okay. You'd put it in an envelope. Okay. You would then mail the envelope to your self-certified mail. Okay. You would not open the envelope. Okay. And then if the idea became existent somewhere else, you, like, hey. you could go to court with your sealed certified mail by yeah. the United States government, and you would say, I actually already came up with the idea for the um, slap chop. And then they would... Oh, would I'm a big slap chop yeah, guy. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? Oh, my God. Vince Offer changed the world. I haven't touched garlic in a decade. Why would you? Yeah. Your fingers so it's don't... like a message in the bottle, kind of metaphorically. Well, you're not, you're not Sting. That's a good joke. Yeah. So, so you would get on the stand with your certified mail and you'd shake it because um, there's a lot of theatrics in my courtroom in my head. Uh-huh. You would shake it and you would open it up and you'd say, look, the slap chop. And you would pull out. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then Vince Offer would go, but wait, there's more. <laughs> and then you would pull out another. So that's, that's what a poor man's patent is. So I'm going to do it on the radio. So I'm saying it now out for everyone in the world to hear. So here's my plan. You would have it. You'd get on stage and be like, in this envelope, I have the blueprints to the slap chop. And you would open it up, and it's just like a crudely drawn picture of a bear in a hat. You're like, what is that, <laughs> sir? They would get it, though. Show yourself out. They would say, oh, boxing bear. Excellent. Hmm. That's what they would say. Our friends at boxing bear. Do like do like Boxing Bear. How could you so, not? So you're mailing a description of your invention or idea? Yes. Yes. Okay. Certified you, mail only, though. You send one to yourself. You send one to your ma. You, you send, <laughs> send one, one to your lawyer. You send one to me. <laughs> your yeah. lawyer. And say, hey, don't open this, whatever you do. And then I get hammered one night, and I open it, and then I tell you what a great idea it was. And you're like, dude, you're not supposed to open that. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm a, I'm a patent troll right now. Yeah. In this moment, I'm a patent troll. Okay. So I'm on the on the, the whenever you're getting interrogated, what are you sitting in? What's that called? The stand. I'm on the stand, and and I say, guys, uh, jurors, who let's just say hypothetically in this example are all senators. Texter and friend of the show Chad has alerted me that 95.9 is not working right now. Ooh. So hopefully you're listening to us on 610 AM. Yes. Real hear radio our beautiful voices. AM side. Yeah. Yes. We'll get it fixed. Get I'm the a, app. I'm an AM guy anyways. Get the app. You're going listen to us, listen to us on the, the streaming later anyways. That's what it is. Yeah. On the podcast at TalkABQ. So, I'm on the stand. So if you're listening, we're sorry. And if you're not listening... We're also sorry. Yeah, you're also the majority. Yeah. So <laughs> you're you're the 51 people who didn't want to see my testimony. Uh, <sighs> this is where yeah. we're living. Fred, you know, if I was accused. Yes. And I was defending myself. That's correct. And I was pleading my innocence. Yeah. I would want witnesses there. Because you are innocent. Because I'm innocent. And I want to prove it to everyone that I'm innocent. So here's my million-dollar idea. Anyways. Anyways. Fashionable okay. medical uh-huh. mask. You're way behind on that. What? This exists? SARS has entered the chat. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is old news, buddy. I can't. 
I'm talking like screen printing. Uh huh. Like logo, like like your college university's logo. I hope you didn't waste the time of mailing yourself a letter because that's been around for a long time. Is this a real thing? It's a real. Ah oh, no, that that can't be true. Yeah, it's all over Asia. People have you know their own stuff on it, anime and sports teams and all that good stuff. You're not. You're being. You're just messing with me. No, I'm not. It it exists, and it's existed for a long time. No. Yeah. So many people need read a book. <laughs> never, never done that. You will never the, read a book. I'm the disposable like white medical ones that everyone has to wear. Now, yes, because the air quality of the earth has become literally dangerous upon to ourselves. Right. Yes. But you're telling me there's already one that has like. Yeah, it's got Pokemon on it or whatever. No, it's got the same, ah. it's got the St. Louis Cardinals on it. It's got a picture of your favorite aunt. This is a real damn idea I had. I thought this not once where like people draw like skeletons on. I'm not talking about that. Well, if you can pick through all those letters that you mail to yourself, throw that one away because oh. it already exists. I thought this was I thought this was a banger of an idea. It's really good if it didn't exist already. You get like licensing and stuff. You get. Like Looney Tunes or whatever. Here, I got an idea, too. Yeah. This is going to be really good. Okay. So, we need a way of communicating, like, say, like a telephone, but you just get to hold it in your hand and walk around with it. So, now you're just being facetious. <laughs> now you're just making fun of me. Yeah, a little bit. I thought this was a really good idea. Yeah. You're telling me it exists. It, it already exists. Well... I'm low-key disappointed. All right, so I just got a from the texter. Okay, what happened? The texter Googled cute surgical mask. <laughs> so here's the problem. My verbiage wasn't good enough when I was looking for this thing because I didn't think to say cute surgical mask. Yeah. And by the way, texter, some of these are cute. There's little designs on there and stuff. Like, what's that tie that I have that is like, Okay. Heads up. All right, so from another text. There are lots of textures right now. Okay. Berating you? Yeah, here's a plaid a design. I got another really good idea for Argyle. You. All right, so actually, I'm not going to be able to claim this one. No. All right. I got an original idea for you. Yes. Fred. So you know like you have a hat? Yeah, yeah. And you know that it rains? You keep going. So I want to have this thing. It's like a hat on a stick, but it's bigger. And you could just like do a little slidey thing. Okay. And you hold it over your head. You're talking about an umbrella. Babe. Oh, those exist too? Yes, those exist. Oh, they already did that as well? Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> I was about to get my way out of this life. <laughs> Million dollar idea. Well, keep them coming. You'll hit it. Just keep throwing them darts. I'm going to hit. You're going to hit one. Going to hit. And uh, by the way, according to NPR.org, these uh these like paper respirators, yeah, I'm probably not gonna save you. So yeah, figure that out. I mean, you could get the coronavirus in your ear, right? I mean, it, it's not whole specific. I mean, you could just get it anywhere, right? There's a lot of explaining I need to do. Okay. <laughs> when we get back, I guess I'm still an idiot. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. You see Van. What do I see? Ed Reed is returning to the Miami Hurricanes. 
Think, they, you think maybe the coach? Nah. Nah. Nah, fam. Going back to his roots, rejoining the Miami Hurricanes. He's going to be the chief of staff. Mm. It's a good gig. Reed has been hired as the chief of staff for the Hurricanes football program. A deal that was announced Thursday will be finalized when the school completes a standard background check. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the Ravens for a long time. And he went to the U. U. Doing the hand thing. Pretty cool hand thing that the U does. Reed, 41, five-time All-Pro safety. Remember I was that? not a fan of the U, and I have no affiliation to the U. But uh, in my teen years, I had a quarter-zip Miami Hurricane starter jacket. Excellent. <clears throat> yeah. What was yours? My starter I had. You these, had a Rams, didn't no, you? No, I had the Series 3 pullover. Okay. So not the full zip, the quarter zip. Quarter zip, that's the best one. With the front pocket. Yep. Kangaroo pouch. And you know your boy sported mm. the Seattle Supersonics. Ooh. All day, all night. Little Rain Man? With Little the, Rain Man? Little GP? The glove? The glove. Gary yeah. Payton. Yeah. We're talking about Sean Kemp. Yeah. Debt left shrimp. Oh. Debt left shrimp. Mm. No. I wore that thing out. Put holes in the elbows. If I tell you, you had a starter jacket, you kind of missed starter jackets, didn't you? No, starter jackets were big. I what? mean, when I was in college. Oh, what did you have, Raiders? Uh, no, actually I did. I won a bet <laughs> from a guy, and instead of paying me with the marijuana that he owed me, okay. I, <laughs> I, I got a Raiders, jersey, a Raiders Jack starter jacket. No lie. There should be a show. Thank you, 1989. On the... <laughs> There should be a show on the home of the Super Bowl, 95.9 FM and AM 610 Esports Animal, where you just say something to Vital. Sure. And then he goes. Yeah. Like he's he's Lo- like loyal listener in the, the legal field. What's the statute of limitations for uh, marijuana distribution? Federally, it's still a crime, it's man. everywhere now. Gosh. Vital. Took a, he, Vital walked up to a guy and said, hey, I like that jacket. Let me get it. <laughs> No, I was at a party, but then I, within one day I sold it to another friend, so I got rid for of weed. it. For weed. <laughs> for more weed. <laughs> Probably. Ooh-wee. Vane, you were saying during the break. Yeah, I was going to tell you a story. Yeah, you said, Fred, don't go to Salt Lake City. Oh, no. Said, That's not that story. Oh, okay. What's going on with that? That's the story I thought you were telling. Oh, so, yeah. Bringing it back. It's a beautiful city. Shout out to SLC. Ah, that's a nice town, by the way, and the women are beautiful. Yeah, watch out for Terrell Perriman. If you guys haven't seen that news story, <laughs> dude's making poor decisions. No, nope. oh, I did not see that one. Okay, you'll I'll do that one later? No. Okay. No, not a good one. So you were mention, mentioning earlier that 2020 is not starting off great. No, it's the worst. A lot of all, bad news. All of the firefighters in France <laughs> have quit fighting fires. Yeah. Do their social liberal regime that claims they're actually medical professionals hmm i mean to keep people from being set on fire that's kind of medical me or you with no training could administer narcan keep going okay so i was gonna tell you a story over the yeah, break i'm ready now and it was so good i was like no let's save it for the program so i'm gonna tell you a story friend okay <laughs> in all of the wtf news of last month this might take the cake and then I know you have a special email dedicated to WTF News, so this was sent to you. 
Does Dr. Charles Lieber ring a bell? Uh, Chuck Lieber. Chucky Lieber. No. No. So two days ago. Okay, let me count back. Federal agents arrested Dr. Charles Lieber, mm-hmm. chair of Harvard University's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology. Vital, did you know if your family makes less than $65,000 a year and you're accepted into Harvard, your tuition is $0? Because their endowment is literally $400 billion. Harvard? That's really good. Didn't Bezos go there? I'm s- sure. Because sure, he's whatever. worth yeah. over $100 billion. I would assume. So Dr. Charles Lieber, behind Harvard's back, was helping set up a secret chemical biological research plant in Wuhan, Japan. No, shut he w- up. He was, yes, this is not a Tom Clancy plot. This is real life. <sighs> These events have unfolded in the last 48 hours. Where is John Krasinski's Jack Reacher? So, <laughs> Jack Ryan. Thank you. You're welcome. So he had two Chinese air quote students working for him. And these two Chinese students were also working for the Chinese army. And they were taking chemicals from here to this secret facility in Wuhan, China. Joining me now in the program, Alex Jones. Alex, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, tell me more about uh, your friend Lu Wan. So this, this isn't a conspiracy theory. Like This is pub- in the public. This is real stuff. Dr. Charles Lieber, Google it. This if is you want cruel intention stuff. Not Tom Clancy, real life. And if you don't know this, Fred, the coronavirus started in Wuhan, Japan. I mean, China, excuse me. Here's why what you're saying is not true. Bring it. Because it's not true. It's true. It's 100% true. There's no Harvard-funded... No, it's not Harvard-funded. It's Chinese government-funded. This dude was being paid 50 grand a month and had had like a $3 million startup cost to make this giant chemical and biological plant in China. Good work if you and can get it. And he was flying back and forth, and these two air quote students were taking chemicals back and forth from Boston to Wuhan, China. This is real. That weird face you're making right now is the correct face to make. I saw Resident Evil. I know how these things start. Sure. There you go. And you're describing the start yes. to one of these things. Yes, I am. I, for at least the first couple seasons, was a fan of The Walking Dead. First three were so good. So good. So good. Nothing since. No. No. We drank a beer with a guy from The Walking Dead. What was his name? Ross Markand. They had no idea. Yeah. Just one of the boys. Just one of the boys. Just one of the boys. Weird dude. No, he was nice. Not weird. I take it back. You were weird to him. I'd been drinking. Yeah. He had a couple oat sodas. <laughs> I just don't for one second believe any of what you just told me. It this, doesn't make sense. This is not a new Netflix series. This really happened two days ago. This is a sports show. <laughs> the 30 for 30 on Kobe Bryant. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be the best 30 for 30 ever done. Can you imagine how good it's going to be? No. That's why I'm that's why I'm just throwing it out in the universe. Sure. And it's literally 20 years too soon. 
This should be 20 years from now. Sure. You and I will be doing radio 20 years from now, I assume, in Flagstaff. We probably don't live here anymore. <laughs> what? Talking about this. I can't handle everything going on in the world right now, especially these conspiracy theories that you're subscribing. It's not, that's not what conspiracy theory means, Fred. How, it's a real thing that, that happened in the news. How many Google. Joe Rogan experiences do you watch a week? Just the good ones. <laughs> Google Dr. Charles Lieber. The media is not out to get Bernie Sanders, okay? Vital loves this stuff. He's like on the edge of his seat over here. Tell me more. You're, you're a big Tom Clancy guy, aren't you? This is better than anything you know Tom Clancy's I, I liked, written. I liked his novels, yeah. See? You know it. See? I, I love Coast to Coast, my favorite. Yeah. There's no existential threat, guys. Well, I guess it wouldn't be existential. It would be, like, like what's the opposite of that? Interstential. You know what the kids want? <laughs> uh, uh, slap bracelets. They and... want us to talk about the Super Bowl, Fred. I got an hour of it. You want to talk the big game? I got one hour of Super Bowl coverage when we get back. We're going to do the last hour about America's pastime. Yeah, baby. Pig skins. America. I think, yes. Yes, baby. Like in that in that movie with Mary Nets. What am I talking about? The guys from South Park. Pinocchio? No. <laughs> Team America. Thank you. America. Heck yeah. <laughs> Listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. P-R-O-G-R-I-M. Program, Vital. Uh, program. Hi there, program. <laughs> Follow with the program. Howdy, program. There's a lot of genres of movies. I would say Western is up there for me. You're a big Western guy. I'm a Western guy. Huh. Vital, you? I didn't have oh, you pegged. I, 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 one of the reasons I moved out here years ago when I was a kid. Truth or Consequences. Well, I used to watch The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Clint Eastwood. Love all that. Those. Yeah. Love that. Love westerns. Give me all the tombstone you got. They only have the one. Oh. So it, I'll take a lot of it then. I'll be your Huckleberry. The one. My favorite, the Unforgiven. Unforgiven. It's a Clint yeah, it's Eastwood. It's a great one. It's very good. Is Gene got, Hackman in that? Yes. Yeah, he plays the corrupt town sheriff slash mayor or something. And a and a young Morgan Freeman. Mm. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm Morgan Freeman. That that's actually really good. Yeah. That was tremendous. Do you just have the one line, or can you do more? <laughs> well, I'll tell you a story, Fred. I could do this all day. Tell me you fought the good fight. <laughs> tell me. Are you going to finish your muffin over there, Manfred? All right, it just got weirder <laughs> there. <laughs> the idea of Morgan Freeman knowing my name. He's got a lovely name. Got a lovely wife slash uh, stepdaughter. So we're going to start with the Super Bowl. It's eight a.m. We're going to talk about the big game. Mm. So where do you start, Vital, when you're breaking down the big game? Where do you start, Van, when you're breaking down the big game? Are we going to do X's and O's. Well, I mean, it's important who wins like the coin toss, right? Yeah. It's important we, who does the opening kick, who's receiving. Sure. Vital, it's about special teams, right? I guess. No. It's about the commercials and the yeah. scene. Well, it absolutely is. We're, we're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to do that, too. You know we're doing that. I'm starting with the national anthem, Vital. We're kicking this thing off the right way. Now, they got prop bets for that stuff. They better. Know? They better have that. Under two and a half yeah. minutes or over? Um, um, well, this year's national anthem performer. And by the way, my favorite song. Oh. 
Hit me with it. I'm broadcasting the runners game tonight at the Rio Rancho Santa Ana Star Center. It's going to go great. Find the runners on social media. You can get the broadcast there. Listen to my comedic stylings as I bring you nonstop. You, Van, you want to come do that with me? I just might. I got to check my schedule. Van and I are broadcasting. You, you dropped me on it last minute, so I don't. Oh, I'm going to let the runners know. Sure. Uh, we're broadcasting the soccer game tonight, Vital. So, Van, you're the most popular guy in the room. Why don't you turn that ringer off? <laughs> Gosh. I'm sorry. Be an adult Fred here. Fred's look is like, hey, come on. We got rule. We got standards. So the national anthem is the real kickoff before the kickoff, uh, being performed by, and I just learned, Albuquerque native Demi Lovato? That's right. Is that a fact? Born yeah. and raised yep. in Albuquerque. Great you told voice. me that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Where'd she go to school here? Uh, she moved to Dallas when she was young. Oh. Born and raised here. Okay. so Which explains the drug addiction. A little Neil Patrick Harris, if you will. Yeah. So, Exhibit. Is that a fact? Sure. I need to learn my roots now that I'm rooted here. Yeah. Demi Lovato is going to take the microphone to introduce Super Bowl 54 to uh, us and the world. And she's going to do it with uh, what I'm sure is going to be a fabulous rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. It's got to be good. She's got the voice of an angel, Fred. A golden swallow, some would say. What? 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 Okay. <laughs> so, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, better watch out. Because the prop bet is how long, Vital? You said, what is it? You don't know if over yet. under uh, what two and a half? Two. There's, there's one for two minutes. There's one for two fifteen, and there's one for two thirty. And they all have different. Uh, yeah, different uh, odds. Okay. Yeah, the big one's usually two minutes. You go over two minutes, Demi Lovato. She use she's usually under. What? She's done the national anthem three times. Is this a fact? on big stages. Okay. Twice she was under. Once she was over. Now, as I remember, uh, let me take you back to 2017. Okay. One Conor McGregor put the gloves on okay. to go fisticuffs with Floyd Mayweather Jr. Seemed really dumb at the time. It was not. It was a bad decision. It was brilliant. It was a financially wonderful decision. It's the most entertainment I've literally ever had from UFC or boxing. Mm, okay. Say yeah. that's not true. No, yeah, that's not true. Demi Lovato performed the national anthem there. Yep. So they said, you know what we want for the Super Bowl? We want like this circus sideshow to come out and just take care of this one. Uh-huh. So she's gonna. So I'm thinking, well, she'll probably do really well. I'm excited. Uh, you know, it's 6.30 Eastern kickoffs. So I'd be 4.30 here. All right, so I'm going to be on the couch. I'm going to tune in. But the moment she starts, I don't think I'm going to be able to appreciate it because I'm going to be comparing it to some of the most banger Star Spangled, Span- Star Spangled Banner renditions ever. Whitney Houston. Number one. Number one, Vital. Uh, the standard bearer, Whitney Houston. All others should be judged by Whitney Houston. By the way, Whitney Houston and Demi Lovato, same hobbies outside of work. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of, got a lot of the same recreational. Got some demons. Got some demons, them too. It's hard to beat Whitney Houston's rendition of the national anthem or her bloodlust for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Hudson in 2009... Turn my ear up. Oh. Is she in my top five, though? I don't know. You're a big J-Hud guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Where's she from? St. Louis, Missouri. Homer. Homer. Your dude. Yes, that my version of Demi Lovato. The beautifully mulleted Garth Brooks. 1993. Yes. Hard yes. Yes. That is an excellent one. But all those, maybe even Whitney included, Vital, fall short to 2016 when my girl... Lady Gaga 
got out there. Lady Gaga tore the house down. She's so good. She's got a voice. So talented. Tore it to the ground. And her look, I don't know if you remember her look. And then she did the halftime show the very next year, right? She's She's unreal. She's the greatest entertainer in the history of entertaining. Take that, Madonna. Ooh, ooh, that's bold. That's bold. She acts, she sings, she dances, she's beautiful. She's a, she's a five-tool player. I only named four, but she has yeah. an intangible. It. Last time the Super Bowl was in Miami, Prince was the halftime show, That's, and he was, yep. they say, still mm. one of the best because mm. it was pouring rain. He's still out there. So sweet. Yeah. The one before that in Miami, the 4 one, was the one with my boy Nelly and Justin Timberlake when, when uh, Michael Jackson's sister. Yeah. What was her name? A little nip slip Janet. there. Yeah, Janet. What? <laughs> Can't. What are you doing here? That's a whole other conversation. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk halftime shows. Faith Hill put one on that I didn't really blow me away. Kelly Clarkson, though. Kelly Clarkson's career is the opposite of a career, right? Like she's like when she came out, she won American Idol. Sure, she did from uh, uh, Justin Kelly, which if you guys haven't seen, cinematic masterpiece. No, it was garbage, but. <laughs> She came out with this like banger after banger, and now I have no idea where she's at. I think she hosts a TV show. She's on one of the uh, the uh, chair singing chair ones. I don't. Is that a fact? Yeah, yeah. I think she is. I think she, she has a, a Voice or American Idol. She does one of those. I think she has a talk show though. My folks like those shows. And the introduction to the talk show is literally that scene from The Office where Michael Scott is going, "Ah, Kelly Clarkson." <laughs> like I think that's a real thing. I got a person, forty-year-old virgin, not the office. Is that a fact? <laughs> of course, it's a fact. <laughs> to be fair, to, yes, tells you what I know. I got a personal favorite. You guys ready? Hit me. The Dixie Chicks. Oh, go on. The Dixie Chicks turned it up at Super Bowl thirty-seven. Right? Is that right? Yeah, thirty-seven, forty-seven, whatever. Which one it was? <laughs> turned it up. And it's not often do you get, like, harmonizing. Is that the correct verbiage when you have three people? Sure, we'll go with that. How about harmonizing? Thank you. Harmonization, whenever uh, the uh, whenever uh, harmoning ferments. <laughs> <laughs> I pretend to be smart. I'm not. I'm not even close. Dude, we left out Mariah Carey. We didn't. I was going to hit it how, last. How dare us? Bring up, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Beyonce. The bar is high for Super Bowl national anthems. Right. I think I got my I got my varsity. Rare air. I got my varsity. Okay. Number one, Wit. Yep. Number two, Lady Gaga. Okay. Number three, the Chicks. Okay. Do you remember the year they didn't have one? It was just like a flyover. Like after like like two thousand four or five. I'm gonna or leave out your boy Garth. You're such a Garth Homer. I am a He's not- huge Garth Homer. One of my favorite. Was- I got him coming at the bronze. I got a top three. One of my favorite was U2 right after 9-11. Oh, good call. I loved America so much after 9-11. Mm. 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 It's the best song in the world. That's it. That's, that, that's the end of that sentence. It is your favorite song. It's my favorite song. You tear- we go to a lot of baseball games in the summer. And, and you, I, you tear up every time. Every time. Every time. There, is there a sweeter vision, Vital, than being at a baseball? We're at an Albuquerque Isotopes baseball game. 6-10 start, right? And sitting there right behind home plate, young father and his son both standing up, hand over heart, 
looking into dead center field to the national anthem. Like, that is like... That's powerful. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love tonight when I broadcast the runners game, find them on social media, everything's at the New Mexico runners and in rumors, that there's going to be a Boy Scout troop there. No. And during there always is because they're so kid-friendly. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're going to sing the anthem tonight. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't, they'll be standing there in their little Boy Scout uniforms, killing the national anthem, just loving it. I love it. My favorite thing. So, anyways, Nimi Lovato, I'm excited for this. You're going to take the under, though, you're saying. Less than two. Less than two minutes. I'm going over. I'll say over. Because she's, she's Super Bowl. This is the biggest stage. Yeah. She's got to stretch it out a couple more seconds. I agree. So I'm going the over. And the day and age is different now. She's, over two minutes, under two and a half. I want her to get me in the moment, but I also want to go to the YouTube video afterwards. Because that's where it's at. And, like, the Jimmy Fallon-esque... Like, let me just make five minutes of content and put it on YouTube. Mm. That's where this is going to end up, and I'm going to wear it out. So I'm excited. Uh, so there you go. There's a breakdown of the, the, the absolute, if not the best, the near best uh, renditions of the National Anthem. When we get back, more Super Bowl breakdown. You'll listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Channel. Kicked off the second hour with our Super Bowl breakdown. Super Bowl. Of national anthems. Oh. It's a bigger curve than the Astros hiring Dusty Baker. Vital reminded us we forgot about old Luther. Oh, during the break? Luther Vandross. Yes. He did Super Bowl 31, the Packers and the Patriots. And I swear, he sang that national anthem like a love song. Yeah. He just you know how many people got pregnant that day because Luther <laughs> sang the national anthem? <laughs> it was so awesome. many. I just did the math in my head. My sister is, it's, oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy. To the day? No. <laughs> Luther. 95.9 FM and AM 610 Sports Animal is the home of your Super Bowl coverage tomorrow starting at 12 noon here time. A lot of football talk all day. So we're through the national anthem. We're through the national anthem, guys. Your favorite song. Made it through my favorite song. So immediately after the national anthem, and hopefully like a like a weeping Jim Nance, you're going to commercial break. Uh-huh. We're at commercial break. A lot of commercials. A lot of commercials in the Super Bowl. Got a lot to choose from. Four hours of them. I told you I'm excited for the Nike one. Going to be good. Going to be good. Going to be really excited for the Budweiser one because they They're never miss. They're all going to be good. They're all good. There's a lot of sneak peeks, though. I uh, I don't watch spoilers. No spoilers. I period. don't watch trailers. Nope. I show up to the movie 15 minutes late on purpose. I like the element <laughs> of surprise when I'm watching those halftime commercials. Now you can see them before, and I don't like that. that is That is disgusting. If you could have Christmas Eve the day before Christmas Eve, it would ruin Christmas Eve. If you all right, I, I tell think you that's what. That's called Hanukkah. Two oh god. Two four six zero six ten. Strike. We're gonna break it down. Super Bowl commercials. So we're giving you the best Super Bowl commercials. Loyal listener, chime in with your favorite. Chime in. Give us give us your personal favorite. I oh, got Dale's. Oh my gosh. Okay. Coming in hot. Yes. Vital's coming yeah. in hot. Vital's shooting threes from half court. Yep. The Clydesdales and what Budweiser does, because they only give you blockbuster commercials. They got one big miss, American Farmers. I don't really care about American Farmers. I know that's going to like really just oh, rub man. some people wrong. Sure. 
I care about the American farmer, by the way. If you're on your if you're on your tractor right now listening. What's the matter with you? If the Dan only loves you. If the only identity that you have in life is your profession, I have a real problem. Uh-huh. Like if I meet you, if we are out somewhere and you introduce yourself to me and you're like, uh, hey, my name is uh Jerry and I'm a farmer. Uh-huh. I said, Jerry, what else are you? Yeah. What else you got going on, Jerry? You a husband? You a Scorpio? Yeah. You a brother? You a sister? You uh you got well give me anything else. You on the PTA dog? You get you part of the rotary? Mm-hmm. Like, give me anything in your life. I went to an agricultural college. These kids were walking. I'm uh, so, sorry I'm late for class here, teach. I was uh, counting bushels. What? We all made it on time. <laughs> and you're probably hung yeah. over. Why do your shoes smell like that? Well, obviously, future farmers of America won't be knocking on your door. Yeah, sure. Donations. I love the Dixie chicks. Do not care. At all, for people who identify by the profession of farming as their identity, that is weird to me. Yeah, you know what I've done? I've thrown hay bales. We do varsity of people who identify by their profession. Yes, we're gonna do that at the end of the show. I okay. love that. <laughs> Watch out, volunteer firefighters. Yeah, that was gonna be my first one, Fred. You beat me to it immediately. <laughs> the varsity uh, professional. Okay, here we go. Anyways, American farmers. You chose to be a farmer. It's not admirable. Anyways. And it's subsidized. Enough berating the heart of America. There is a hold up, and I'm just talking crops, by the way. Okay. Now we talking livestock? Oh, so much respect. That's a whole nother game altogether. You're a big hamburger guy. Oh my god. If you were raising You're cattle not trying to run them at a time. No. Dairy? Yes, all day. I told yes, I am in on you. If you tell me about my strenuous life of soybean growth, no. How are you going to feed the cows, you doofus? <laughs> <laughs> Old they McDonald's need grain. Off at you. They need soy. For I was in the field all day today. I had to. I had to till the whole. Thing. You sat in a combine controlled by GPS, playing Pokemon Go. And yet you will sit there and watch FarmerGirls.com. Well, I don't know what that is, but if you send me your login, I will check it out. You're thinking of FarmersOnly.com, Vital. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> you see those at late night, those commercials. If you need a wife. I'm going to take you back to me being 14 years old. Uh-oh. And the Super Bowl commercial comes out, and there's just these, just a couple boys, the boys. The fellers? The fellers. And he says, what a- uh, I can keep going. Burned it to the ground. Burned it to the freaking ground. Everyone in the world burned that to the ground. My grandma did it. <laughs> it hit with every demo. Does your grandma hate farmers too? The Bud Knight. The Bud Knight is so fun. That's all right. That's all right. That's above average. I like the frogs. The frogs are classic. The singing frogs. Yeah. Bud. Whenever you're ready, Vital. Come on, Vital. Softball it in here for you. Bud. Wise. There Thank we go. You. Thank That's you. That's what we needed. Thank there. you for being an active participant <laughs> on your show. <laughs> I just let Fred drive it. Drive the you know the the car here. Production note: We're putting Vital's name in the intro now. Production note: Remember that talking baby E Trade had? It was like a, it was like it looked like a baby, but it sounded like an old man. You know, you may be surprised that I'm a baby, but it's even a baby can make trades. You're like, who is that? Alec Baldwin? Like, who, I, who did that voice? I have no idea. I remember. 
But you put like a baby or a puppy in a commercial, I'm not going to look away. That little Budweiser Dalmatian baby? Oh, oh I just want to crush uh, him. I love him and scratch behind his little ears. Give me all the Terry Tate office linebacker. So smart. Such so a good. good thing. If you want to Google something that's funny and wholesome, get you some Terry Tate office linebacker now, deleted scenes. Here's how your boy is going to sound like an idiot. What product was that even for? It's got to be E-Trade? I have no idea, was it? That's a wonderful question. Yeah, I don't know. I'll consult the Googs here on this one. In the early 2010s, Old Spice knocked it out of the park with, uh, uh, I'm the man your man could smell like. Well, it was it was all these like quick cuts and like super randomness. I don't know if you remember. It was this. Reebok, by the way. Okay, Reebok. Yeah, Reebok. Terry Tate linebacker. It's so fun to be random, and so I thought that was clever. It hit me. It hit me at the time, but it got outshadowed that year because that was the, um, hey, you're not you when you're hungry, like Snicker stuff, and they had like Betty White in commercials, and Betty White was like a ninety year old darling or eighty year old darling yes. at the time. Adorable. Now she's a hundred and fourteen year old darling. Who is that dime piece that Doritos had on the laundromat? Oh my goodness. I do remember that one like it was yesterday. Vital. She was a dime piece. I'm going to have to look it up. Van's going to look it up. She, do you remember she's in the laundromat with the Doritos? This one is iconic. Yeah, I kind of can vaguely remember. <sighs> Allie Landry. Yes. Oh, my goodness, Allie Landry. She's an 11 on a scale of 1 to 9. Oh, speaking of uh, bombshells, Super Bowl commercials, what about Cindy Crawford in the Pepsi commercial? Fire. Yeah. I must have been 10 or 11, maybe 12. Let me take you all the way back to mid-90s when they dropped uh, Hank Williams' You're Cheating Heart, and it was the Coca-Cola guy uh, sneaking, drinking a Pepsi. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's brilliant, especially after they just had the super failed Coca-Cola new or had to go back to classic or whatever. Ooh, you know what just popped in my head? What's that? The MJ versus Bird. The Mike. Oh, the McDonald's the one. McDonald's. Oh, one. so good. Oh, they're just, they're playing horse. Spike Lee's in it. Mean Joe Green did those Coca Cola ones in the eighties. Those are yours, Vital. That's what's hitting home with you. I remember Spuds McKenzie. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, I wanted one of those dogs so bad. Volkswagen did a Star Wars commercial. You remember that? I don't remember that one. Yeah, I remember. That was pretty good. There's so many of them. See, I remember the ones that are like 10 years old or more because I used to watch (laughs) the Super Bowl a little more closely. I'm a party guy now. And by the way, this comes up every year in conversation. Every year. Why isn't it Super Bowl Saturday, or why don't we have a day off on Monday? It should be I have this a com- national holiday. I have this conversation twice a year. One, right now. Okay. Monday should be a holiday. Sure. Also, Thursday and Friday of the NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah, okay. That's a tough one for two days. They're all PTO for me. We'll see what you need to do, Fred, if you want to watch all the basketball. Tell me what I need to do, man. The day before March Madness. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you get yourself a vasectomy, and you just sit around in your recliner 
for five straight days while while your uh your vast deference heal and uh watch some basketball. Man, I'm thirty five years old. Okay. I'm a five I'm a childless man. Uh huh. I cannot let's keep it that way. <laughs> to do best. this will do this world a favor, Fred. Best for everyone involved. Yeah. It would sc- it would scare off the potential suitors. I have the best Super Bowl commercial. Ooh. Vital, I have the number one Super Bowl commercial. This commercial, you have forgotten about. I must have. And I didn't know it existed until years later when I understood the significance of it. Okay. Didn't see it live. I'd only been alive for zero days at this point. Okay. In 1984, Apple put out a 1984 commercial. Right. Okay. I obviously don't remember that because I was two years old. Yes. It's the most epic commercial of all time. Just wrapped in these like really heavy overtones of like George Orwell's nineteen eighty four and then and it's like set on black background. You've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, after the fact. Years and years after the fact I've seen it. And with the current, as you described earlier, Black Mirror episode we're living in now. Sure. More relevant than ever. My slave robot that I talk to every single day now lets me name my own price for Uber, which is my slave driving service. (laughs) Here's what I could do today. This is literally what I could do. I could quit my day job. I could quit my radio job. And I could get a job working for an algorithm telling me who and who not to pick up in my personal vehicle. Yeah. People live that life. Sure. How's your boss doing? Oh, the algorithm's been real good to me lately. Like, what? What's his name? How's his family? Where'd she go to college? Well, lots of ones and zeros there from from my boss. Like, you, you are now the slave to the robot. Yeah. This is creepy. Could you imagine, like, a decade ago? Like, you used to, you used to warn your kids about... Don't get in a car with strangers. Whatever you do. Yes. Like, Uber drivers have, like, gum and candy and water. So you're just, you're getting coerced into getting into a vehicle by, with candy. And it's just some stranger that's going to take you somewhere. I'm six and a half foot tall. Well, you're, 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 pretty, you're all right. I'm 265 pounds. Okay. If the Uber driver says to me this phrase... My b-hole clenches. If he says this, oh, take you to your home? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, no, that's uh, it's, uh, I'm going over to my uh, boyfriend's house, I say. Because, yeah. like, Art. what? I don't want you to know where I live. I just have the Uber driver take me to the, the nearest scooter place. Smart. And I just take a scooter home. I have scootered so much. It's so much fun. My knuckles freeze. Yeah. I need gloves for scootering. Sure. It's about intersections, Vitaly. You set your Uber to the nearest intersection. That's the smart move. So that my slave phone robot's slave car driver. God. You're just talking about 1984, Fred. Who's the real slave? You or the phone? It's me. Yep. I didn't I didn't purchase this phone. It purchased me. Oh, there's all all these social media. Uh, uh, Oh, what flavor pasta are you? Answer these questions. Do you know who's taking those questions? 
Apple, they're just selling it to whoever. Sure. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, uh, which Disney princess? Well, all right, let me tell you. I am uh, I'm Nala from The Lion King. And, oh, look at this weird ad I just got. Like, that is a real thing, yes, idiots. Constantly. I want to retract something I said about farmers earlier. <laughs> you should. No kidding, man. You need to f- issue a formal apology. I'm sorry to farmers. It's an admirable pro- profession. But in this bushel of apples that you all have collected, there's a couple bad ones. Are you talking about police shootings? Listen to <laughs> ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. I'm going to go to SummerSlam this year. WWE thing, a little WWE show. It's going to be in uh, Boston. And three short days after WWE SummerSlam, Green Day is performing. Oh, my goodness. So I think I'm going to do the whole little thing out there. How about home of the Dropkick Murphys, Boston? Man, mm. I, I, I watched, I've seen the Dropkick Murphys a couple of times, and last time was in Vegas, oh. and they're they're great. They they're, did have, they did have one song. really good live, yeah, a lot they had, of fun. They had one song, a lot of fun. That one song was really good. Shipping up to Boston. That's the only song they have. No, they have no, they albums on of, albums. They got a lot of good stuff. It's the only really one you stuff. know. I I <laughs> I bought Warriors Code. I was like, this will be good as a '66. 0.7% Irish guy. Dropkick drop Murphy's really speak to me. Where, where'd you get that percent from, the Ancestry.com. The, the Mormons told me. <laughs> oh, the Latter-day Saints gave yeah, it to you, huh? The 23andMe action. Yeah. It will yeah, be 23andMe, yeah. Yep. a cold day in the Mormon hell Uh-huh. <laughs> before I give them my cheek swab. You're going to go with their competition? No, they own both of them. Oh, do they really? They own them both. Twenty three and Me and Ancestry. Yes, I think they own both. They're the same. Oh my goodness. Well, there's got to be like a a Mister Pib of (laughs) of gene testing, right? There's got to be like a a third guy in the party. Do you know what they did yesterday? What? Because they're trying to get me. The Latter Day Saints are out to get you, and here's how. Yesterday, I think you're thinking of Scientology. No. (laughs) Okay. Because yesterday I'm watching the TV, because the guy that runs the country is in this hot water. I don't know if you guys have been seeing this. And they said, you know what we're going to do? Jeff Bezos is in trouble? No. (laughs) 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 They said, we know, you know what, the 51 of us senators that are going to vote this way will be accomplices to a crime. We don't mind. But Mitt Romney yesterday says, forget party lines, I'm going to go the other way. And they knew that I would really be into that. Sure. They knew that I would be like, yes, law. Like the the expectation of law and fair process. To be we're, fair. We're the, stan- we're the standard bearer in <laughs> the world, right. right? Of justice. And although it's Democracy. fruitless. It's fruitless. Because Mitt Romney knew that it would still they would still lose. Right. And the girl, whatever her name is. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Deep breath, Freddie. It's okay. We're through the national anthem. We're through the opening commercials. Go, let's go back to the fun stuff. Thank here. you. <laughs> get so fired up. Through the all right, national anthem in the books. We got the best one. Commercials in the books. We got the best ones. We're both neutral independents, by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're both centrist. We're I not, voted not, Gary Johnson before I even lived here. We're, we're not picking sides, loyal listener. With that said, <laughs> weed should be legal everywhere, right, Vital? Yeah. Yeah. You would think. You would think. Don't tell me, don't, if my state tells me I can do something, but my federal government tells me I can't, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You get to pick one or the other. Sure. Like, 
Like your dad says you get to go to the sleepover. Yes. <laughs> your mom's like, I told you no yesterday. But dad said I could go to my friend's house. <laughs> They're going to have <laughs> s'mores over there. New Mexico said I could smoke weed. Uncle Sam said, no, you stay home tonight. What if you're a really good candidate for a job? Okay. Okay. That's never happened. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm really excited to come and be part of what you guys are doing here. I got a lot of enthusiasm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it really excellent. And they say, well, uh, can you pass a five hundred uh, drug test there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the card. <laughs> I got, I can pass. I guess I, I, well, that doesn't matter. Federally, you can't do it. Right. Figure it out. <sighs> no, I don't like so taking. When, I don't like taking tests. No, <laughs> right. I'm, take me as I am. Like when an employer asks me if I'm okay with drug testing, I say yes. I will try whichever one you guys got. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I'll test them all. You mean a new person in your life? They're like, you know, we should go get we should go get tested. You say, oh, I just yeah, don't love. You know what? I'm healthy. Well, yeah, you're, you're a C test. You're a C free. student. <laughs> it didn't cost me anything. <laughs> take a look at this. Ugh. They didn't have all the vaccines they had now. How do you know you're healthy? I went to monster jobs. They cleared me. <laughs> they get, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. HPV isn't the burden it used to be. Right. So I, we're through I, the. I do the uh, the Mitch Hedberg STD test. You know that one? I'm ready. So, Fred, do you know anyone who has AIDS? Uh, I do not, man. Good, because you know me. <laughs> 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 I'm clean. <laughs> We're through the national anthem. We're through the commercials. There, I'm sure throughout the course of this game, there'll be some football. Of yeah. the, the six-hour-long broadcast, there'll be at or near 20 minutes of live action of football. That's why most people show up. So I'm just going to glance over that part. Okay. Because I'm sure there'll be even longer amounts of booth replay. Yep. It's the halftime show, Van. It is the halftime show. Yeah, baby. Show's in Miami. You know what the halftime show looks like this year? You don't, do you? I don't. You don't know. I've been crunching X's and O's for the prop bets. I'm a big prop bet guy. Well, you have to. There has to be a prop bet on the halftime show. Did you see that prop bet? Uh, it's I can't remember nine hundred. The odds are nine hundred thousand to one. I'm in. That, that the Chiefs would only score four points in the whole game, and if you bet like a hundred dollars, you could come out like killing it two safeties that's it the chiefs only score four or a points. field goal and a return <laughs> miss point yeah uh-huh. extra point in miami you're gonna have a lot of um cocaine <laughs> yes <laughs> sex trafficking so in miami you're gonna have a large uh uh latino influence yes right? it's a large cuban community yes it's a large uh caribbean island community yeah, the caribbean as a whole well represented. And uh, Southern America, including the Portugal-speaking parts. So. <laughs> Portugal-speaking parts. What? Oh, my God. That's Brazil I'm talking about. Yeah. So uh, so they're going to put Jennifer Lopez out there. Sure. Who? It's beautiful. Thank you, Vital. Hasn't aged a day. No. Can you imagine how good we would all look if we had, like, just many, oh, many she's servants? She's 50 years old. Man, she looked good. I wonder what's the over-under on how many times they cut to A-Rod during the halftime show. Look it up. What do you think? You want to do prop bets next segment? Uh, don't spoil it. Okay. Three three big <laughs> ones stand out for me. Super. All right. So we're right away, 
It's Shakira and it's J-Lo, but we're just going to throw that one off the table. That one's not going to be the best. Oh, it's, it's going to be so good. It'll be so good. So good. But the competition is stiff for best halftime shows. There's a huge argument for the silver and bronze medals. But the GOAT, no question, is Prince. Also I in like Miami, in the- also in the rain, Prince, the stone cold killer. Didn't need a hundred of guest stars. Didn't need a bunch of remixes. Just him and a guitar in a band in the rain. Not just a guitar. And could it be a purple rain? A cha 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 cha. I'll show myself. Thank that. you. The door is right there. Yeah, okay. Vital will tell you that the 2002 U2 Super Bowl halftime show that's, is near the top. That's Vital's answer for everything. Yes. Post 9/11, Bono's wearing the. The American flag. Beautiful. Yeah, by the way. Even though he's not American. Not American. Not American that's a but, weird whole little thing there. Yeah. I, I see your prince. I'm going to take him off the Rushmore. Okay. Because I'm going to put Michael Jackson on there. Oh, duh. That's my silver medalist. But post-mortem, Michael Jackson, to me, I think has to be just whitewashed. I mean, he did that to himself. Thank you. From the, from the record books. Okay. So I can't I, mean, I can't have Michael Jackson in 1993. Why not? Cuz I hate him. You got to separate the art and the artist. No, you don't, Fred. That's not true. Adolf Hitler was an artist. Pretty good artist. Yeah, I didn't do so bad. Yeah. For me, I'm going so recent, it's going to blow your mind. Okay. We're going back to 2017. We're going back to Lady Gaga. Okay, she killed it. She's untouchable. And you know what she did that most people don't do aside from Lady Gaga and Prince? What? Didn't lip sync. As she shouldn't. Yeah. A real performer. I think they, but don't they all do or they have... You're thinking uh, of Britney Spears. How about Aerosmith? Remember when Aerosmith 2001 was, with Britney was Spears. Sync? Yeah. And Nelly. Yeah. No, no, that's 2004. That's 2004. 04. Okay, yeah. Yeah, which, which is on my list, you my know. Bad. Because uh, that's my boy. Because of Nelly. I think Michael Jackson did a halftime show, too, early 90s. Yes. Yeah, we hit on that. Yeah. and But we're throwing him off the list, Vital, because... I think Vital had a stroke two minutes ago. Oh. We just <laughs> Welcome back, that. Vital. Hi. You okay? Yes. No, I did see you answering phones. That's not your fault, Vital. Happy the... Groundhog Day to you. Oh, thank you. I I will put the Aerosmith in sync, Britney Spears, 2001, on there. Walk This Way... Oh, cool. That one's in, but it's not in my top. Because Lady Gaga descended from the top of the stadium. Mm-hmm. She like mm-hmm. like a like this, like a descend. Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers hit for me. Of course. Can you believe that's been that six years? The Peps, baby, can't go wrong. I got another one having nothing to do with the music. Oh, but Katy Perry, two thousand fifteen, the Sharks with Lenny Kravitz that and took over the world. Um. Uh, Those idiot sharks. What do they call them? Uh, uh, I have no idea. Uh, the name for them. Shark something. Baby shark. Not nah, baby shark. And Missy Elliott came out of like the hiding, basically, mm-hmm. to put her thing down, flip it, and reverse it. The number one. Two thousand four. Janet Jackson. Justin Timberlake. Left shark. For whatever that means. Nelly. Oh, because he was drunk or something. <laughs> hey. 
uh, you just said her name. Oh, shoot. Katy Perry, same career path as Kelly Clarkson. Started off fire. Te- Teenage Dream, was that the album? I'm also a big Russell Brand guy. Good job, Russ. He's on the list. Yeah, he's on the list. My number one, 2004, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, and Nelly. That's about as good as it possibly ever could be. Prince, about. baby. I don't think so. Vitaly, you too? You too. Yeah. I never used the phrase wardrobe malfunction until then. It changed the whole world. I haven't used it since, I don't think. When we get back. More Super Bowl talk. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Channel. We're on the program. The phones have been going crazy. We've been denying them, though, because people are trying to talk about the game. The game? I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the game. Game that I love. I'm talking about shenanigans. I'm talking about halftime, man. And Don puts the she in shenanigans. Don, welcome to the program. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Don. Thank you very much, guys. I, I, I've been on hold for an hour, but I do appreciate <laughs> you letting me in. Thank you. And I just want to put a shout out to, and I'm one of them. I watched on television 53 years ago oh. that game, the Super Bowl. Oh, the first one. January 15, 1967. There you go. Little. And there ought to be, there ought to be, the NFL should do something for those people that actually attended in L.A. There is, there is, a, there's like two guys that have no. been to all of them. They do, they do do something for them. It's called Social Security. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think of that. Don, where are you watching the game tomorrow? What's your plan? Well, I've got a cousin out on the west side uh, that is a Kansas City guy with a big blow-up in the front yard, a big doll blow-up, and everything nice. you, got one you can buy from Kansas City, the helmets, everything. There you go. A little friends Fred. and family for old Don. Fred also can has I, a blow-up I want to say one thing I remember about that game in, in uh, 1967. Yep. The only memory I have is Mark you Star. could look at those that quarterback on the field, Lenny Dawson, Bart Starr, and you could see their entire face with their helmet on. Huh. And that's, that's a good point. And I've yeah. always contended that that's something in football that's kind of diminishing the importance of the close-up on the athlete. I it's agree. It's so important in baseball, football, basketball. Emotion. It's dying off in football. And I'd like to hear you guys comment on that. Yeah. Because I'm... that's diminishing as the helmet and closes the face. All you see is the eyes. And you lose that in football. Can you guys talk yeah, we got about you that there, for a minute? Well, thank you for your call, my friend. You I, bet. Thank you. I agree completely. I think that's why basketball players are the most, like, socially, like, like you can, you know Michael Jordan's silhouette. Of course. Because you know what his head looks like. Right. Anything with a mask takes it away. Alexander Ovechkin is not as big of a star as he should be because he wears the visor. Right. That's a fact. I don't even know what Ladanian Tomlinson looks like. No. Ricky yeah. Williams? Ricky Williams? Who's Ricky Williams? Who's Ricky Williams? Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. No clue. Go rob a bank. No one knows what you look like. They have facial recognition now. Here's the thing, though. Wouldn't work on Ricky Williams. Yeah. It's been proven. Or John Cena. Is it? You can't see him. <laughs> so, we, so we're through the opening. We're through the national anthem. We're through the commercials. We're through the halftime show. But why are we even tuned into this thing? It's because we got a lot of money riding on it, right? Because gambling, Fred. Because Ugh. gambling. And we're not talking classic bets here, okay? We're not talking national anthem bets. I'm talking game day shenanigans. Prop bets, baby. Van. Yo. At plus 700, will a, will a fan run on the field? I'm going to say no to that one. I'm going to say you are incorrect. <gasps> so you would have been the big winner there at the 2000, but no. If a fan runs on the field, Van, who are you going to take – to be the person to tackle him. Security, a player, a staff member, or another fan? 
Terry Tate, office linebacker. Okay, so that's a big uh, big bet for you. You would have won big there if yeah. that's the winner. Can the you imagine the odds on that? Yeah, plus 750 on that bad boy. Will there be a John 316 sign at the Super Bowl? There always is. There always is, but will it make it on TV? Yes, that's the question. Yeah. So are you taking the yes at plus 300 or the no at 500? It'll be on TV. Yeah, we'll go yes. Okay, yes. Will any player use a prop during a touchdown celebration? No. Ooh, I would also go no. Right. That, they should. They should. Yeah, they should. Where's Freddie Mitchell at? Where's Terrell Owens at? Will I like there the players celebrate a lot now. This one I love. Okay. Will there be a power outage? Oh, my. That's happened multiple times. Yes. There's no option to bet no on this one. It's just... Yes, and you're, it's it's literally plus four thousand yeah. from BetOnline.org. dot um, Here's the bet I'm taking at plus fourteen hundred. Okay. Yes, I believe that Andy Reid will coach the Super Bowl in a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> with a bratwurst. Okay, I got a good one. Yeah. At thirteen and a half. Uh huh. The total number of Donald Trump tweets during the Super Bowl. I'm going to take the over if it is seven. No, it's 13 and a half. Oh, it's 13 and a half. 13 and a half is the over-under for Donald Trump. I'm taking Trump. the under. You're going under? I'm taking the under. Yeah, because he's so busy working. Yeah, and, unless the – who's the defensive lineman from Ohio State that they drafted? Bosa. Yeah, unless Bosa goes off. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, no. He's one of the dudes. Um, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, obviously the two best lovers in the entire country. They're such a cute couple. How many times does Joe Buck, the over-under 12, look at Troy Aikman's crotch during the broadcast? How many times? Oh, man. <laughs> on or off camera? Yeah, on camera. <laughs> on camera. Will a player leave the game and not return due to concussion symptoms? That's pretty dark, isn't it? Yeah, that is dark. You can actually bet on that. While scanning the crowd, will there be exposed breast? These are real prop bets. My goodness. <laughs> like these That's are a good one. How many no. commercials? Will any well, score it's in Miami. Ah. It's warm. Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes Demi Lovato to sing the anthem? Ooh, good one. That's, That's actually a, a fun That's one. That's a, That's a super one. fun yeah. one. Yeah. How many times will they mention that Andy Reid competed in a punt pass kick competition? <laughs> More than one. More no. than one. Yeah. Like if it, it's point five is the bet. So you either take yes they will or no they won't. Okay, at point five, the over under on how many times Troy Aikman refers to Andy Reid as Wilford Brimley. That's just, no, no, he won't do that. <laughs> That's not a real one. That's not a real one. I just made that one up. Uh, point five. Will Jennifer Lopez or Shakira be suspended in the air during their halftime show? Mm. Yes. Mm. I might, I'm going I'm to go no on that one. This one's from my you can't. You can't do Gaga. You this can't one, do the Gaga. No, you can't. you can't. This one's from my dreams. Will Shakira or Jennifer Lopez twerk during the halftime show? Oh, I yeah. don't think so. They're classy ladies, Not twerk, Fred. but. Is Ricky Martin going to make an appearance? Oh, got to, right? Got to. We're in Miami. We're talking Miami. We're in Miami. Well, Will Smith. The Varsity. Bienvenidos a Miami. A people who identify by their profession. We promised Pitbull. it to you. Oh. Here it goodness. is. All right. The varsity of people who identify by their profession. I've never met a single barista that didn't tell me they were a barista. Oh, my goodness. What do you do for a living? Uh, I bring happiness to people through coffee. No, you don't. Okay. That's not a thing. You don't do that. Who do you got, man? We can talk a bunch, but I'm going straight for the gold medal. Yeah. 
CrossFit instructor. Yes. <laughs> so good. CrossFit. You know I live in the health club world. That is a real thing. Yep. I'm going to tell you about tattoo artists. Okay. You ever met a tattoo artist that didn't tell you right away? He led with it, for sure. Led with it. Yeah. They're almost as bad as podcasters. Oh. I don't tell a soul about this. I host a podcast. Oh, do you? It took me months before I told my mom. Put in volunteer <laughs> firefighters on the list. Fi- firefighters in general. Just, I get it, you have a red truck. I get it, your your dog's name is Blaze. I get it, your kid's name is Blaze. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> if you run a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, my goodness. You're on the varsity of people yeah. identify by their profession. What a good program today. Sweet yoga pants, Karen. I'm not buying them. This is, yeah. <laughs> You might not know. Lululemon's actually in Chapter 9 right now. Oh, good. Yeah, you're, you're buying resale, girl. You got a winner for tomorrow? For what? The game. The best halftime show? Yes. Oh. I'm taking the better-looking quarterback tomorrow. That's a tie. Anything final, Van? We did so good today, Fred. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.